Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hi, you're listening to Expressing Motherhood. This is Lindsay Cavett. Thank you for tuning in. You're about to listen to Tony Hudson. At the age of five, Tony Hudson was inspired by her mother and grandmother, who were both regional actors, dancers, and singers, and followed in their footsteps. Modeling for magazines and newspapers came first. Then at the ripe old age of 19, Tony had published her first book, Racquetball for Women. With over 50 national commercials, guest starring on episodic television and 13 films by the time she was 23, she gave it all up for marriage and motherhood. Tony still found time to fledge a singing career by writing and producing an original album of her songs, all while breastfeeding two young babies. After her first marriage ended, she dove full-time back into show business, adding choreographer and producer to her resume, which led to more choreography gigs in music videos and independent films. Tony marries again and has her third child at 44. This was the last time she would push pause on her career. Tony is currently producing, writing, and acting in her own projects. Her first movie is Charlie's Christmas Wish, which comes out in theaters Veterans Day 2019. Along with her producing partner out of Atlanta, they have several films and TV shows in varying degrees of development. Tony's very personal passion project, called The Fringe, is her true story of midlife homelessness and recovering a broken heart of motherhood and fallen dreams. And it was an honor to have Tony in Expressing Motherhood and share her midlife homelessness. And here she is, Tony Hudson in Expressing Motherhood. Will you be my daddy? Yes or no, please put an X in the box. This was the note that I, as a little eight-year-old girl, wrote and slipped into the hand of the handsome optometrist that pulled up in his 1963 Corvette to take my mother out on yet another date. It's 1968. I know you're doing the math really quick. I was the youngest of three kids. Bobby was the oldest, Jerry the middle, and me, Tony the youngest. What we all had in common was the same mother. What we didn't have in common was a father. Bobby's daddy was Ron Wheeler. My daddy was Jay Wheeler. Ron Wheeler and Jay Wheeler were brothers. So my brother Bobby and I were also cousins. We referred to ourselves as three-quarter brother and sister. So needless to say, my childhood wouldn't just make a great Jerry Springer episode, it would make an entire fucking season. (laughs) Jerry's daddy was a creative sort that my mother fell for during one of her musicals for the San Bernardino Civic Light Opera she was in. My mother never married any of the biological dads. So we just had four stepdads along the way, which included Constant moving every three or four years, yelling and fighting, frying pans through sliding glass doors, escaping to my mom's girlfriends in the middle of the night for safety, only to be brought back to our house at gunpoint. Or my mother crying all night, and husband number two stays out of the bars till the wee hours. Let's not forget child abuse, incest, divorce, divorce, uh, divorce. So as a young girl, I felt damaged, like broken goods, incomplete, not good enough and not worthy of being loved. Daddies come and they go. 
These are the thought and the hurdles that run in my head as I tried to navigate life and become a woman. Right, guys? <laughs> right? He wants to sign up for that. I desperately didn't want to repeat this cycle, coupling and marrying men just to avoid being alone, as if being alone is not a good thing. So I was determined to stay married no matter what. I kept trying to complete the picture in my head and heart about how life should be. I heard it from my mother and her girlfriends in the movies. A girl finds a man who will take care of her, make everything all right. Financially, help her feel protected, loved, cherished, valued, special, sexy, my knight in shining armor. As if this is the only prize to aspire to. So I got married at 16 to a 30-year-old. No, I wasn't pregnant. My mother tried to call a bluff and said, marry him or never see him again. The marriage lasted three years, no kids. I was single for a brief moment, then at the ripe old age of 20, I met husband number two. Yeah. <laughs> he was an actor with a hit TV show under his belt and I was the apple that caught his eye. I felt, wow, he likes me, I'm an actor, he's an actor, I, we all love the same things, I thought. He was again, 15 years my senior, I started to see a pattern. <laughs> I wasn't marrying husbands. I was trying to fill the empty hole of never having a dad. But after four years of being engaged to this actor without a wedding date in sight, I wrote him a note. Will you marry me on May 31st? Yes or no? Please put an X in the box. <laughs> it worked the first time, right? Why not? <laughs> he wrote uh, uh, on that note, because I put it on the fridge with a magnet, what year? Question mark. Yeah, it wasn't funny that time either. We married that year, 1986. His life had been 86, he said. Again, not funny. That time either. I stopped my career to have our two kids, and 13 years later, he had an affair and we were divorced. His career took a nosedive. I had no career at that point, and yada, 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 yada. I stayed five years after the affair because I didn't want to give up so easily, didn't want to repeat the pattern. So I figured maybe I was just picking wrong. I must just try to find just the right man. That's when husband number three showed up. I am now 34 years old, a single mom with two kids, a twice divorced, when this 10 years younger hot stud of a Johnny Depp lookalike from Ohio asks me to dance. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this hot stud likes me? So another 17 years married, one more kid at 44, another affair by him, and then divorced again. Near the end, he lived in Ohio for two years while I'm a single mom out here in L.A. when he stops paying child and spousal support without warning and I am evicted. With sheriffs pounding on the door at 8 a.m. to get out. Yeah. So let's do the math. Three ex-husbands, three kids, 30 years of marriages. I had accumulated a lot of shit. I needed to unload, unload emotional baggage, all the stuff. I sold everything. I did keep my antique furniture, china, silver, and crystal that I only used to use at Thanksgiving time. I stored just enough stuff to fill a studio or one-bedroom apartment for when that moment came again. So basically, I chose to be homeless and was living out of my car. I was house and apartment sitting, couch surfing, whatever. I had no idea for how long. I thought maybe six months, but for two and a half years, I was a vagabond, a weekend mom. I would have my son Walker sleep over if I had an Airbnb or a hotel with a pool for fun. Otherwise, a quick dinner after school was what I got. 
Choosing to be homeless was the hardest decision I had ever had to make. On paper, it didn't look so good either. And many folks would say, how could you leave your son? And what are you doing? Can't you rent a room somewhere, etc." The guilt. Ah, I was already designing my cardboard sign in my head because I was so close to really being out on the streets. I had to get out of this upside down hole all by myself, solo. So having no rent to pay helped immensely and scrounging for work as a stand-in on live television shows in between higher paying on camera gigs was how I was able to handle a few small pills day to day. By this time, I'm in my 50s and homeless. You can imagine my self-esteem or lack thereof. My 13-year-old now lives with his father in Ohio. This is a very precarious place to teeter, especially emotionally. I'm a mother, and I'm not allowed to mother on a daily basis. It's as if, like, uh, an arm has been cut off, and it feels wrong to not be tucking him into bed every night, checking in on how his day went, or having him share his latest crush. I had to let go. I had to let go of all the responsibility, let go of the guilt, and become. Become the highest form of me so that I can do the greatest good. So deep down inside I went. There was nowhere else to go. I prayed so much I felt bad for God. <laughs> I started to find my own rhythms again. I realized I didn't have to douse my fire or dim my light to make other people comfortable around me anymore. My soul was awakening. I now know that I am a creative, if anyone asks. I spend my days artistically contributing to this planet Earth. I have verbally vomited on paper, writing, writing, and writing, and listened to almost every TED Talk, enlightening podcasts, even read Seneca. <laughs> I needed to be a bull in a china shop for my own well-being, tough love, so to speak. I began and finished writing my first full-length feature film called The Fringe. It's based on my homeless transformation. We are now in pre-production. Our first feature film, I have a producing partner now, is called Charlie's Christmas Wish. It comes out in theaters this year, Veterans Day. I produced it, and I acted, and I dog handled, and I set design, and I put my oldest and my youngest sons in this movie. I believe this gift of allowing my sons to witness their mother make a drastic decision and have it come full circle to its own becoming is leading by example, walking the talk. Our word is our wand. What we dwell upon shall become. I'm grateful for my decision to begin again, as difficult as it was. I let go. I let go of material possessions, past hurts and grudges, the guilt, and the expectation that I need to find a man to be whole. My job is to become whole first, and the right man will possibly show up. Like attracts like. So I wrote myself a note. Will you be my inspiration? Yes or no? Please put an X in the box. And I checked off yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.